was only when you saw his eyes that you realised that this was a wizard, and someone to be careful of. His eyes were of a blue that darkened at the centre like the sky, and they were just as deep. "'Good morning to you, Master Smith,' he said politely, for Lois Wildwood was the blacksmith of the village of Smallhaven. Then he looked up briefly at his own candle, and his mouth turned down. "'Though you can hardly say it's morning yet,' he added. "'I am sorry to have called at this time.' Mr. Wildwood smiled, still blinking. He stretched, tall in the flickering shadows of the lamplit kitchen, strong, square. "'You'll be needing to talk to your apprentice, no doubt,' he said, beckoning to Rihanna. "'She's just here.' "'In a moment, Lois.' I need to talk to you first. The wizard ran a hand over his disordered hair, white like his beard. Look, the council have asked me to ask you. Can Rihanna come over to Avalon for a while? With you and Mrs. Wildwood and whomever you will, of course. Something's come up. Lloyd glanced at his wife and daughter. At that moment, his own apprentice, Eriseth Arwensgrove, looked in through the kitchen window from the outside. On warm summer nights, she slept out in the meadow under a tree, after the way of her people, the Eldra. She would say that there was no need for a roof when you had the stars. Mr Wildwood invited her in with a wave of his hand. She opened the back door and stood silently in the doorway, leaning on her tall bow. "'Sort of something?' he asked the Magister. "'Northstar didn't answer the question directly. "'Is Erisith there?' he asked. "'Only I would feel easier in my mind "'if she were to look around outside the house "'to make sure nobody else can hear this.' "'Mr. Wildwood looked a question at Erisith. "'She nodded and slipped out again. "'The others made sure nobody was hiding "'and Rihanna looked under her own bed.' Erisith came in again as they finished, moving silent as starlight. She could do that, just as she could all but disappear from plain sight if she wanted to. It wasn't magic. Erisith had none. The Elder, the people of the forest, could all move like cats and shadows. She shook her head at Mr Wildwood. Her bow was strung, Rihanna saw, and her arrows were in the quiver at her waist, it was just like her, Rihanna thought, to take all possible care. She had an arrow on the string too, with an arrowhead that she had forged herself. Erisith was the first of the Eldra to learn the craft of smithing, but she had taken to it like a bird to flight. Mr Wildwood returned her nod. All right, Magister, no one else is listening, he said. What's this all about? Magister Northstar sighed. Then his eyes rose and sought theirs. "'Somebody has been making magic swords,' he said softly. "'Bespelling steel.' Rihanna felt a clutch at her heart. Suddenly the warm night seemed colder. She glanced up at her father and saw the concern on his face. Cold iron was the opposite of magic.' Only a person with a great gift would ever be able to make iron magical. Only a person with the wild magic, 
the kind of magic Rihanna had, and she had once done that very thing. She had thought she was the only one who could, but now, now she was being told that there was somebody else. Rihanna's hand went to the jewel on the chain around her neck. It was rubies and gold, a necklace fit for a princess, and yet Rihanna Wildwood, a blacksmith's daughter from the Outer Islands, wore it. It's none of Rihanna's doing, said Lois Wildwood to the Magister. I swear to it. She hasn't had that pendant off since you saw her last week, or at all, other than when you knew. She can't work magic, especially so great a magic as that, while she wears it. Magister Northstar's face didn't change. I know that, Lois. Yet somebody has been making magical blades. At least one. And there may be more.